Welcome back to the Nothing Even Matters podcast with Colby and Ken. Um, We're glad you're back and thank you for listening to our past couple of episodes. If you haven't, you can go check them out. They're on Spotify, Apple. Um, Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're so thankful and grateful. Um, I have a question today for you, Cole. Okay. What is it? What are the New Year's resolutions you have kept and what have you ditched now that we're in February? Okay. So I don't know if this is a resolution, but it's something I started. I talked about it before. Mm -hmm. I was reading the Bible in 30 days. Oh, yeah. I'm still doing that. Awesome. I'm about to be done. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, And then another one I had was, this might sound weird, but I wanted to keep eye contact with people. I don't know if you've noticed this, but a lot of people in our generation just don't do eye contact. I don't. And I just want to make it a thing again. So when I'm talking to people, I try to keep eye contact. She's saying and I this, feel she's like, staring at my eyes, y'all. Yeah. I feel like I've done a good job of that. You have. Okay, yeah. awesome. Very random, but. What have you ditched? What have I ditched? If you ditched any. Um, I don't know if I've ditched anything. Mm. I might have. I just can't remember. Fair yeah. enough. No Netflix? I haven't been watching Netflix since mm. last year. I did ditch that last year and I kept up with it. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad someone's doing something. Cause... Yeah. What about you? Yeah. A little bit, a little bit more disappointing, honestly. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> what have I kept? I've read my Bible daily and consistently. I've been in prayer daily and consistently. I have, um, that's kind of where it ends. That's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. I mean, the I've, most important. I've been active. I don't go to the gym. I do cycling yeah. classes now. I've ditched my budget consumerism. Mm. I've been very buying things and a little bit materialistic and, yeah. What I, I need to get a better concept of money. I feel like I'm the type of person's like, oh, it's money. Like it comes and goes. Yeah. And you just see it on the screen. You don't have it in your hand. Y- yeah, it's like the a problem with the card. Of, literally, it's like, yeah. and then you become the more you buy, the more you need. Yeah, and you become like insatiable, and so mm-hmm. I think that's probably a good point to segue into today. Yeah, Colby is someone that lives life so intentionally, y'all. Like she's so good. I'm someone that doesn't. I like just YOLO, do whatever, and that's kind of contradictory. Last episode, but like mm. I don't have a lot of thought behind some things I do, right? Or like some things I consume. Colby's intentional. Everything in her life is there for a purpose, and so when we're thinking about topics, we want to talk about how you can live a life of goodness. If you can hear my stomach growling, I'm so sorry, y'all. <laughs> That time of day. Um, how live a life of goodness and abundance. And I said, Kolbs, mm. you're the perfect person for this. Thank you. Not yeah. to like say it's my idea. She had the idea, okay. but she's perfect for it. <laughs> yeah. So when I came into college, I guess I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life, which mm-hmm. I'm sure most people deal with that. Yeah. Um, and then when I came, it was also during COVID. So it mm. wasn't the real experience, but it was like everything came at once Mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to do college. I was like, this is weird. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I want to do. Like, why am I here? And then, um, like I said in the first episode, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I said this, I really wanted to work on Capitol Hill. Yes, you did say that. Yeah. And be in politics. Um, And then God really changed my desires and I don't want to do that anymore. Which was kind of scary because I was like, oh, that's what I wanted to do for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And then I just wanted to, like, be a mom, which is very, I feel like, countercultural today, especially yeah. in college. Um, and so I was like, well, why am I? Or at least for this age. Yeah. I was yeah. like, well, how do I do that in school? Like, why am I in school for that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just kind of started doing things that I thought would set me up well for that in the future. Mm. Um, and just slowing down um just doing things that would teach me like how to cook 
and um, doing things I can do with my hands and teaching myself things. But like I said before, it's very hard to do that in a college setting because everybody's constantly on the go, constantly going to a party or like constantly worried about their school on the grind. And that just wasn't me. It still isn't really me. Um, and like no shade to anybody who really like wants to do well in school and like go get a big job, but that just wasn't what I wanted. And I felt really alone in that. Um, but then I started having other conversations with girls, um, who felt the same way and they were like, yeah, I'm just really struggling in school and I don't know what I want to do. Um, I'm really anxious and depressed about it. And so then I realized, realized I wasn't alone in that and that a lot of other girls feel the same way and feel like they're kind of stuck. Um, and being funneled through college when they don't know what they want to do. So, yeah, that kind of started my journey of, like, slowing down and figuring out what I actually wanted to do and not feeling like I had to go along with what everybody else was doing. Hmm. Yeah. I'm like the stereotypical opposite. Like, that's why I'm excited. I want to learn. I want to learn about, again, like, you're very health conscious. You're very, Mm -hmm. like, intentional relationships, both dating and friendships, and then living a satisfied life or like living a life that is fulfilled so yeah i'm here to learn because i yeah. feel like i'm i mean yeah i want to go to law school chase this big goal and i'm on the go so i'm not worrying mm-hmm. about what i eat and i'll eat mcdonald's like big mac and not think about it twice or take my five minutes and i remember like yeah and not there's anything wrong with that. obviously i don't i live that life but yeah i think that college can be two extremes of like yeah beating yourself to death to work and like not being intentional with your time but then also this whole like Again, like where you're, where you're at, we're like I'm intentional, and this is just it's college space for me to be able to live out that truth. Right. So I'm excited to learn in here. Yeah. About so your thoughts. what you said about health, I guess I'll start there. Mm-hmm. My journey into this kind of started with my health. Um, freshman year, I just wasn't doing very well. My I had terrible acne, <laughs> it was so bad. Um, just dealing with some anxiety and stuff, mm-hmm. and just like I didn't feel healthy really, and then I started to learn more about it and some of the root causes of it. I started to focus on eating like whole foods and things that are better for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you an ingredient person? Yeah, I okay. am. Yeah. Like good ingredients are good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about the ingredients. But okay. um, yeah, so I started doing that. And then that just kind of went into every other aspect of, aspect of my life. Like mm-hmm. I'm putting good things in my body. I need to be good at putting good things into my mind and my mm-hmm. heart and like who I'm hanging out with and who I'm talking to and spending time with. Um, and just being super intentional about what I'm allowing to myself to think about mm-hmm. um, and to like meditate on. Because um, if you notice, if you listen to like all secular music or like all rap music that's just like super degrading, you start to think you think about those songs a lot. Like they're always in your head um, and it'll really mess with you. There's power of life and death in the tongue. Yeah, there That's what is. the scripture says. Yeah. And, I mean, I, you know, I do love a little Drake. I yeah. love a good rap song, but I'm like, at some point, um, like you said, all day, every day, like says his new album. I'm not, I'm going to get hate for, I'm not going to get hate for this, but like no one's listening to this, but <laughs> there's some points where she's like, I'd rather be in hell than alone. Like, mm. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Like says it'd be, it'd be so yeah. for real. Like, and I think you're seeing the effects of that mm-hmm. on our generation. They're listening to that all the time and you can see it in the way they act and what they say. You can, you know, that they're listening to that. Mm-hmm. And I think and they being it, me, like I'm not, yeah. when we say they, it's like, like I'm included right. in this as right well. like, like we're not perfect yeah we listen yeah yeah but I think it's sad because you can see like there's such a hopelessness among our generation mm. or just like oh I have to go do this and I don't like it and I'm just not doing well but it's fine mm. like there's it'll never get better 
Mm. you know, but you can like change things in your life to where you're not just feeling defeated all the time, you know? That's a good point. Yeah. In college, like, oh, if I can just graduate, I can yeah, just get to law Let me school. just get through it. And then you're just getting through you're life. You're not living for the day. Yeah. You're living for tomorrow. Yeah. And tomorrow's not promised. Right. And yeah. so if you want to live a full, abundant life, first of all, you have to be in the word constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not, then your mind can't meditate on that, like I said earlier. But you also need to have good relationships and not surround yourself with people who are constantly like putting you down or not leading you to the right things. Mm-hmm. Relationships can be emotionally draining. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. It's just sometimes yeah. it's just you can't be everything to everyone and you can't be God to someone. Mm-hmm. And when your priorities are shifted or like someone is not complete because they're don't they don't have faith and so like their faith has made like again like last episode if y'all haven't listened listen now about (laughs) faith making us whole so if someone is just lacking faith and not like a oh my goodness you don't have faith we all lack something right we all have something we need to work on but if like a friendship is just like there's a void they're trying to use you to fill any kind of void dependent on you yes it is emotionally draining yeah so i i I like how you're going with this. I, I like how you're yeah. intentional with everything. And with um, social media too, I've really cut back on who I follow mm. because I want my feed. I don't want to see things that aren't going to serve me well. Mm-hmm. Um, like I want the people I follow to be intentional so mm-hmm. that if they post something and it's not true, then I can recognize that and be like, okay, I need to pay more attention to what they're posting and be careful and like be on guard against that. Um, and it's been really cool because sometimes you're like going through the follower list and you're just unfollowing people. You're like, oh, what if I want to see their stuff? And then you just forget about it. Like, (laughs) not that I forget about them, but it's more of like influencers and stuff. Mm -hmm. But you realize how much better you are off without that, um, extra voice. Mm. Yeah. Wow. We are polar opposites. Yeah. (laughs) I'm learning a lot. I am. I feel like I'm learning a lot. So what are your, what, what are you say to like people again who are in that not that okay let me preface she's not trying to convert anyone to living no. her life that's her own conviction but if but, you, you're like stuck in a dead end you're like mm-hmm. i don't know what i'm doing like there's other options mm-hmm. yeah but how did you figure out that was your i mean obviously you listen to the lord but like how did you yeah. figure, switch so drastically from like i'm part of grind culture gotta get it done working culture to i just want to be a mom not just want to be a mom it's like a huge yeah. role but like i want to be a mom i want to live a simple life and live on a farm and cows and yeah Honestly, you know, um, I think a lot of it was the Lord changing my heart, my desires. But mm-hmm. I also like through Instagram saw people doing that, mm. and it wasn't to them. It wasn't crazy. Mm. It was just normal. Um, and I was like, "Whoa, I can do that too!" Mm-hmm. And I would love to do that. Um, and so I think it takes just finding people who have things in common with you or have similar similarities in what they want to do in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to find people like that. Like, you really have to seek it out. But um, the Lord will also provide those people that need There's to be like in your two life. extremes. There's, yeah. like, people can shame you for knowing what you want. <laughs> like, it, not mm-hmm. everyone's called to be this. Not everyone's called to go into the corporate. Not everyone strives for that. Not everyone wants that. Not everyone mm-hmm. wants to work 80-hour weeks for a fat check that you can't don't have time to spend. Or not right. everyone wants that. And society can shame you for wanting something else. And then the other side, society shames you if you don't know what you want. Yeah. So you need to know what you want to do. You need to know by sophomore year your major. You need to know by senior year, like, are you going to grad school? You need to know by the end of grad school, are you practicing corporate law? Whatever law. I keep saying law that's my plan. But, like, you know, like, you have to know it, and you're shamed if you don't. So it feels like no matter what, it's a very – you're never satisfied, right? Yeah. And social media, too. I feel like 
this is part of the reason I'm trying to get out of consumerism because I'm never satisfied. Yeah. I love fashion, right? And I'm always buying pieces. But somehow I'm like, I keep buying clothes and I don't have clothes. Mm-hmm. I keep buying outfits. I'm still wearing the same shirt. Yeah. I keep, shout out to this Delight hood shirt, <laughs> like hood sweatshirt I've been wearing for the past like week. But like where I keep seeing this friendship and this like on social media and I just, no matter what, no matter how many friends I had, I'm still lonely. Yeah. No matter how many jobs like I can work or how many things on my resume, I still don't feel complete. I don't feel whatever, whatever, whatever. So I feel like this is a huge issue with like people are living a life without abundance in general. Mm-hmm. Like it just feels like I'm never satisfied. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to what we we're talking about in the last episode mm-hmm. of having the perspective of gratitude mm-hmm. every day and being thankful for what you do have. Mm-hmm. And what you said earlier about a couple seconds ago about the um, constant need to know what you're going to do next. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that as a culture, we kind of only expect that for people who are in school or like younger people because in what area of life do you know what you're going to be doing like a year from now like you don't know what you're going to be doing you can have an idea Mm -hmm. but life can change so quickly so I think having those like rigid expectations of what people are going to be doing is just Mm. unrealistic and that's a huge western thing yeah I mean okay actually I take that back I know um in Arabic we learn a lot about Arab culture Mm -hmm. like you have to take a test like in senior high school and like it that test decides exactly what you're doing for the next hundred years of your life right Mm -hmm. but in general this whole concept of like working till you die and like um I'm not I actually really enjoy working I'm not anti-work I yeah same loved summer I loved interning I love working right I'm interning right now I love it I find more purpose of what I do outside of school than in school personally mm-hmm. um and my identity completely in high school was academic student my identity but my joy was found in playing soccer my joy was found in hanging out with my friends my identity in college obviously has to be academics and this and that but my joy is found in everything else I'm doing outside of the classroom not saying I don't love the classroom but I feel more fulfilled when I'm doing when I'm working or when mm-hmm. I am with friends and whatever but I say all that to say we used to especially America pre, I guess, America, right? Native American culture, but then also like other parts of the Western world. It's like this nomadic free spirit, not in terms of this, everything they did was intentional, right? Mm-hmm. Everything from the hunting to the- To survive. They lived, to survive is very intentional, but it's also just a, a serious sense of gratitude for like the process. And then this is kind of in last, last episode, but I feel like in college and Obviously, you can speak more distance. You're like really not like educated on this, but in college, there's no appreciation for the process because it is just getting to the end result. Mm-hmm. And it's like, again, this feeling of being never satisfied, but also realizing that this is a completely specific to college thing. Like no one else in the entire world, like you said, has to worry about this. Yeah. And we're the youngest of people who are out there. Like, I'm 19. Mm-hmm. I don't. Do you trust me to know like what I'm doing tomorrow? Yeah. Or like, well, and what we were saying was how you're constantly growing mm-hmm. and changing at this age and it's hard to be like oh I need to figure it out right mm-hmm. now because you're growing you're, you're gonna growing. have to change eventually you know mm-hmm. um so yeah but what and I have that like then begs the question what's different now than like okay my mom always brings up shout out to you mom because she listens <laughs> Laura Ingalls Wilder because we love both love Little House on the Prairie like you know haha whatever my mom is just like you. She loves a simple life, mom, baking, da-da-da. My dad and I are like corporate. I'm going to live in New York City. And I'm going to make big bucks, and I love that. And if I, if God sends a marriage and kids, and that's for me, but if not, I'm totally okay. Like, that's kind of where we're at right now. That's where I am. my heart is at, and I feel like God calls different people different things, right. of course. Um, but my mom always brings up how, like, people at 14 were teachers in the classroom and used to work. And, of course, it's a necessity thing. You didn't live as long right. and other things like that. But I wonder what's changed where, like, for, uh, social media has to be a part of it or like technology advancing has to be a part of it but what's changed from like 
a 14 year old then to a 14 year old now or like an 18 year old then to an 18 year old now besides the fact that the lifespan is shortened which is a huge contributing factor of that yeah. but why is what we what they had back then not enough for us now i think i feel like i'm gonna go into my history mode but ah, love it it kind of has to do with like industrialization and Fair just enough. you know bigger business mm-hmm. um people moving into the cities having to work to support themselves all mm-hmm. that stuff but I mean, also things are expensive and you feel like you have to, not you feel like you have to provide for yourself. Um, So there is that struggle of like, you can't just always get what you want and Mm -hmm. like, you might have to work, you know? You have to, well, yeah. Yeah. Obedient, so it was obedience, bread and sacrifice, but you have to sacrifice some things. Like, you can't have it all, unfortunately. Or maybe you can. Maybe that's the lesson in this. You can have it all. Yeah. If you change what having it all means. Right. Yeah. Interesting. How much time do you have left? You have like 10 minutes. 10 minutes. 15, 15 minutes. Wow. Because I have a question for you. Okay. What's your ideal life then? If, I know you want to plan ahead, but like right. if you could look at Kolb's in the future, what is Kolb right now thinking about the future? Um, I think I have some foundational things that would be great. Mm-hmm. Just having kids and like a healthy family. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where I want to live. Like I say I want to work on a farm, but I don't know if that's super practical. Mm-hmm. I would love to like have my own food and Why stuff. wouldn't it be practical though? Well. Because you know I'm delusional. No, just like buying land. It's hard. It's hard until it's done. Yeah. So it's not unpractical. It's just it would take a lot of work. Um, but I think that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have that many big things. I feel like to me they're big, but it's just like to be joyful mm. um, and to be healthy mm-hmm. and which you're not promised health, but doing and my best. Looks different for different people. Yeah. There are some basic base level healthy things, right? Like living and breathing. Yeah. But I feel like we've also kind of, and this is definitely a tangent. We'll talk about this more in the social media episode for sure if we do that episode. But <laughs> healthy is so we've we've yeah. really distorted the, the definition of healthy on mm-hmm. social media and on TV. And healthy does not look one way. Mm-hmm. Um, healthy legitimately is internal. Yeah. And it, it's not just physical. It's yes. emotional, spiritual. And how they're interconnected yeah your spiritual health overall determines your mental health yeah which overall determines your physical health right. it's so interconnected and so i just feel like we've kind of distorted the the definition of healthy as well yeah. i try to talk slower and every time i try <laughs> to talk slower i start stuttering and like the amount of just y'all it like takes me so long to get a thought out because i'm trying to talk slower but give me feedback am i talking slower y'all yeah know. give us feedback holler at us comment whatever anyways but not bad feedback. <laughs> give us feedback. All of your feedback fixing our narrative. Sound like society. Just kidding. You can give us constructive criticism. Um, can you? Yeah, we'll take it. Okay, we'll take it. Sure. So I want to go back to again the health thing though and ask you questions. What are some small ways you've seen change? I know you're big on ingredients now. Um, mm-hmm. what are what are the ingredients that you absolutely will not take or like you will not consume or versus what you will? Um, I try to stay away from seed oils, which is like I've seen that a lot. Vegetable oil, canola oil, okay. sunflower oil. Tell me why. I'm I'm um, okay. I probably am gonna butcher this, but something about the way it oxidizes in your body, mm. um, it causes a lot of inflammation. Um, oh, it's like question. Inflammation is your gut health. Does that affect skin condition as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So I mainly cook oils. I cook with like olive oil, butter. That's mainly it. Mm. Um, yeah. Love good Kerrygold. Love I've been seeing Kerrygold. some things apparently Kerrygold going on about it, though. Ooh. That would be great. I love Kerrygold. Shout out to you, Kerrygold. I keep saying <laughs> shout out to anyone, but you know, maybe. Maybe. Inshallah. Inshallah. Mm. 
anyways, um, so you see, so you know, it was a big one. Mm-hmm. What do you love? What's something you found besides Kerrygold that you're just like, I have to have? Okay, this might sound funny, but eggs. Oh, my God. It's so expensive these days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have eggs? Okay, in your bag? <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. Um, but, like, getting good quality eggs mm-hmm. is so great. Just getting good quality ingredients changes the flavor of what you're eating. Mm. And then once you start eating that and go back to the other stuff, you're like, ew, I really mm. like this. But, yeah, just making sure – obviously, it's hard because things are expensive, and I do the best with what I can. Mm-hmm. So if I can't get, like, the highest quality stuff, like, at least I'm eating, you know? Yeah. It's about getting the food in rather than stressing about it because mm-hmm. stress is not helpful at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. You're not annoying about it. Props to you. Yeah. You know, some people have their convictions. And well, I know nobody so wants it to be pushed annoying. down their throat, you know? Yes, I love a good vegan. I do. But sometimes vegans are just so annoying. And then <laughs> I'm to cut this out. This is no, this is a general consensus though. Everyone agrees that sometimes vegans are annoying. Or like in general, some everyone can be annoying about what they're passionate about, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone's talking about LeBron James. Yeah. I'm never gonna shop about him, but like I'm sure you're tired. Yeah. But when it comes to like sometimes convictions about people who are health conscious or people who are anything conscious, it's like so holier than thou. It's like some people genuinely just don't care. Like, yeah. I 100% promise you, I don't care if Chloe cooks a seed oil. Mm-hmm. But when you take, like, the approach that you're going about it, like, how you're educating me now, now I'm going to go read it. Does Chipotle yeah. use seed oil? And then I'm probably going to, like, okay, they use seed oil. Let's not eat it every week. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's Right. And that's not to say I never eat Chipotle yeah. or Chick-fil-A because I definitely do. But it's being more conscious of but what I do and you're trying so to plan it out. Yeah. yeah. And the way that you're intentional, I'm, like, kind of becoming a believer. Yeah. It's like it's so much of a better approach than mm-hmm. than this whole oh my god, you don't eat seed oil. Like you eat seed oil, you're stupid, mm-hmm. die. Like, okay, all right. Yeah. Like what? Not that anyone has said that. <laughs> but just this like super aggressive approach. You yeah. know? And I say that the vegan comment. I used to I used to be vegetarian, so I'm yeah. saying that as a former. I yeah. only did it for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> but like longer than a month. But like still, like in general. It, it, we live in a world where like it's one extreme or the so other. So extreme, polarized. Yeah. Yeah, it's really scary. And that's not healthy either. No, it's not healthy to be holding on to so much anger. Right. And like conviction all the time. Being able to hear an opposing view and not just get. And I used to be that way. Like, really? Well, okay. Yeah. I used to watch the news like all the time. Mm. Super big into politics. Not anymore. I mean, I am, but I don't, I'm Mm -hmm. not watching the news all the time. But I would just hear things and would just make me mad like within mm-hmm. my body and I like felt like I couldn't control it but mm-hmm. then once I took a break from that and I like detox from that mm-hmm. it just really clears your mind and you're able to be like well I know I disagree with this mm-hmm. but I don't have to get angry about it because you know what it goes back to faith I used to be very very politically charged and I used to be very and I I, I think you should believe in you should have political opinions yeah. if you don't have political opinions in 2023 um mm-hmm. do you live in society like you should have you should have morals and standards and, and be informed you should be informed and you should have morals but and you had a point about this one time and you're like i feel this way about something so passionately and someone opposite complete opposite spectrum of my opinion will have the exact yeah. same beliefs and that's kind of where i met too we're like yes there are right there is right and wrong and i don't want anyone listening to this podcast i think i'm saying there's no right and wrong there's right. right and wrong and that does manifest politically but when it comes to any kind of opinion ever i'm at the point where i'm not apathetic but I'm gonna pull an Ecclesiastes. <laughs> Nothing even matters. Like, like it, obviously, it all matters. But what, is, what do I call myself a Christian for? What do I say I have faith for if I'm not gonna trust that God's gonna move in anything? 
So I feel like it's easy to look at the news and be like, oh my goodness, Ukraine, Russia, this, that, we're yeah. all going to doom. And it's like, do you trust God or not? Yeah. Um, nothing catches him by surprise. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to live a life of abundance and satisfaction yeah. and yada, yada, yada. It's so fun. How much time do you have left? I'm asking we because- have like six minutes. I'm going to ask you a question about money. Okay. Do you find satisfaction in monetary things or things that money can buy? I would like to say that I don't. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I probably do. Mm-hmm. Um, but being in college and not having a lot of money yeah. has taught me Heavy on that. how to use the things that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I might want something, but I don't really need it. Um, mm-hmm. And that the Lord will provide if I do really need something, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that's definitely been a long process of surrendering that desire of wanting things to the Lord. But mm-hmm. definitely throughout my time in college, I've... Um, been okay with mm. not having all the things that everybody else has you know stanley cups yeah I, cup. I have a stanley cup i'm just so sick of seeing them and this is <laughs> this is not in a jealousy way i just don't understand the hold a cup can have i don't understand <laughs> it, it is a nice cup but it's I a nice saying. cup but it's just like it's a cup yeah i don't know I, I, someone <laughs> will say the same thing about the things i buy so yeah i just that's what my sin i'm wrestling with right now and i just realized that like yesterday mm. <laughs> and i just realized it after i like looked at my spending for the week and i was like oh <gasps> audible gasp i was like oh my goodness yeah and i looked at what i was buying and i was just like i think i'm struggling with the love of money mm-hmm. and that's a terrible thing the love of money is the yeah. root of all evil pray for me y'all rebuke it because i genuinely am realizing that money is why i'm never satisfied like no matter how much money i get i just spend it all and i'm like yeah. oh well it'll come back. like and it's feeding into okay working out eating okay and I, like no matter how much i work out i'm never gonna have the body i want because like this whole body dysmorphia thing we're like I'm not saying that loosely, but like, you know, social, like society yeah. has really per- like perpetrated this whole body dysmorphia amongst so many young girls, myself included. And then it goes into food and then it goes into school. I'm never satisfied and can mm-hmm. never see God's plan, but it starts at the love of money because the root yeah. of all evil. I don't trust God financially more in terms of like, I, it's not even that I trust him. Like, I'm not saying in the struggle or anything like that, but like, mm-hmm. I'm struggling with completely sacrificing my desire to buy things. My desire for it's not the money. I love what money can buy. I love the quick feeling of swiping my card and just being whatever I want and this and that. And so I just feel like that's something that goes into the whole living life of goodness and abundance is like being free from that because money does come, but money also goes. Yeah. And I don't want to be that person that's obsessed with money. And that's a great point. And I think that's a good place to end and say that um, I do enjoy having a more quote unquote simple life. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't have the foundation of being satisfied in God mm-hmm. and what he is to me, then I couldn't be satisfied mm-hmm. with what I am now. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to take that truth. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Yeah. Episode thanks. two. Thanks Cole for sharing. I really appreciate it. I feel educated. I feel like I learned a little <laughs> bit more about seed oils and I'm not going to use them anymore. Yeah. I can't promise that, but no problem. I'll try. Yeah. It all matters. It does. Love you all. Thanks See for listening. See you next time. See you next time.